Welcome to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys. Listen, man, I'm, I'm excited because last week, Paul and Barnabas, man, they were on a mission. Acts chapter 15, 1 through 17. But we, we see the circumcision, the law, and we see law versus grace and the Holy Spirit working and the distinction between the two working through law versus grace. It's amazing, man. I'm excited, man. God bless you guys and welcome to Growing in His Word. <laughs> Today we're going to have a radical time, man. Listen, grace, the Greek word is is amazing. It's it's charis. It's, uh, it's radical. It's loving kindness. It's it's the Hebrew word chosen. It's called chest, C-H-E-S-E-D. Listen, Jesus is converting the non-believers and the Pharisees are upset. Last week we talked about that and it was amazing because this week we're going to get into, you know, some more awesome stuff. The Jerusalem decree. It's my favorite part, man. But listen to this. The Sadducees, they were denying that Jesus was resurrected. And basically, Peter was telling them that salvation is granted through faith alone. And you've got to believe to receive Jesus Christ. That's when the Holy Spirit dwells in you. That's when we believers understand how powerful the Holy Spirit is. And we're going to talk about that today. Father God, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for this chapter, Lord. Lord, what, a, what an awesome God you are. Merciful God. We thank you for this, Father, and we, we love you, Jesus. Lord, speak through us in growing in his word podcast, Father, and let you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. I hope you had a radical week. Listen, this week's going to be fun. I got some good stuff to share with you this week. A lot of emails out there. I'm getting great emails on the podcast, man. Keep them up, man. Keep subscribing to YouTube. Uh, wherever you could subscribe to, hit it, man. Uh, P- Pandora. Uh, every we're out there man just google every every podcast we're on it man jesus is on it listen and it's all free because jesus said he who sets free is free indeed amen listen last week was radical (laughs) i'm excited you know the jerusalem council paul was facing them and basically peter was telling them that grace is the only way grace is the only way that we could come into the loving relationship with jesus christ and by our testimony. Listen, these guys are out there. They're born again Jews. You know, they're, they're from Israel. God told them to break away from Israel. Reach out to the world. Get the message of God and the hope to the world. And that's what they're doing, man. And it's amazing. And, you know, basically in verse 12 of 15, you know, it was talking about how Barnabas and Paul were declaring how many miracles and wonders God had worked through had worked through them among the Gentiles. Dude, they were on fire for Jesus, man. They were they were radically on fire for Jesus. Sometimes we believers, we get caught up and we get into our flesh and God can't use us like He wants to at His full potential. But listen, that's all right, man. Repent and be done with it. That's the word grace. Grace is radical, man. I use it all the time, man, but I don't use it as a crutch. <laughs> And this grace is what John chapter 14, verse 16 is talking about, man. The Holy Spirit. He says, and I will 
pray the Father and He will give you another helper that He may abide with you forever. You know what? Listen, believers, I want to share this with you. So many believers and non-believers forget about this message. They, they, they hear it and they lock it up and they never enjoy the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, the Father, He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is what Paul was telling them. This was what Peter was saying. Listen, you can't circumcise your way in, dude. It's about Jesus. It's about His mercy and His grace and His love and His forgiveness. Listen, forgiveness is the key to unlocking our guilt. We're guilty. But the moment that we understand and we, un- and we, un- we unleash that resentment, that, that, that hatred for people, that dislike, that you did this to me and you did that to you. Look, man, I've been through it. I've, I've, I've lived through that. And God gave me that grace and that mercy. And he said, listen, Joseph, you don't got to live like that. I can take this away from you, but we got to give it to him and leave it there. Leave it at the cross. Peter's there saying, look, you don't got to circumcise, you know, you're growing to become a believer. I know it's the law. And yes, you know, a lot of messianics do that and that's fine. That's, that's fine. Nobody's upset about that. It was the Sadducees, the Sadducees, and that's how you want, listen, if you want to remember what a Sadducee is, just remember that they're sad. Because they didn't believe that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. And they don't believe that he was on the road of Emmaus. And he was. He's alive. It's amazing. I'm just so excited, man. I mean, I'm, I, I got to pause here for a minute because I'm just so excited, man. Here we have a God that's giving his son to die for us. Wow. You know, and, and Barnabas and Paul are reporting what's going on, man. And what's going on in the lives of, of believers that they're, they're, they're radically getting born again, their testimony. And, and they're sharing their testimony. And they're like, dude, we used to be like you. Hardcore Judaism, man. You don't got to worry about this and the law and that. There's grace. And a lot of them were stuck in it. They didn't believe. A lot of them did. And that's what we have here. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Listen, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus who God set forth as the propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Oh my God! Thank you, Jesus! But no! He's not done yet. Here's your Christmas gift. Here's your second one. You guys ready to open this? To demonstrate, verse 26, at the present time his righteousness that he might be just in the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Wow. Wow. How amazing. I mean, that is so incredible. I can't even get excited about it even though I want to. I mean, I just can't even scream anymore. My voice gets out. It's just exciting. I mean, I don't want to listen to a pastor. That's all. Yes, turn to me to page 13 of uh, For All Have Sinned and That's Short, short of, of God's Grace. Being justified. Man, come on, man. This is exciting. I'm not here to get a paycheck. I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is in love with you.
And duty wants you to have a relationship with them. But you have to say, yes, I want it. And this is what Peter and Paul and Barnabas is doing. And it's, it's the Holy Spirit is moving. Look at you already forgot about that verse. See, I told you. No, we didn't. Yes, you did. Listen, John 14. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. And that may he may abide with you forever. It didn't say this month, the next week, and that week. Oh, I got to go. Yo, I got to get some help this week. Dude, it's forever. You're blowing my buzz, man. It's that simple. It's forever. He's with us forever. Christians, believers, non-believers. I don't care what you're thinking or how what you're going through. Just listen to me. The Holy Spirit wants to dwell in you forever. It's amazing. And He loves you. He's beautiful. He's holy. He's powerful. And He's not a condemner. He is a convictor. Because we don't test God. And that's what Peter said when he was talking about with the Holy Spirit and the Jerusalem Council. He said, dude, don't, don't test God about circumcision. We don't need it. We have Jesus Christ. Listen, verse 18 says, chapter 15. We're now in chapter 15 going on to 18. We did a recap. Listen to this. And verse 18 says, now listen. Knowing to God from eternity are all his works. They're all his works. Therefore, I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God. Don't bother them. They're coming. Leave them alone. They're baby Christians. They need support. They don't need someone to be rubbing it in their face. Listen. Verse 20 says, But that we write to them to abstain from these from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. Now verse 21 says, For Moses had has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city being reached in the synagogue every Sabbath. Now watch this. He's just reminding them of the law, but he's saying, look, you know, we know the law is there as a guide of God's grace. We all struggle, but we have Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins. And that's pretty much what he's talking about. It's grace versus law. Halakha, halakha. However, what sect of Judaism you're in, halakha, halakha, you are in that Judaism stuck in it. Paul's saying, get out. Uh, you know, it's, it's real simple. Galatians chapter 1, 2, and 3. But the Jerusalem decree is my favorite because listen, it says, verse 22 says, Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church. So everybody's together. And the togetherness is the Conanian. That to the, the oneness, family, you could always, you know, I was in an airport one day and I walked to the airport and I seen a brother, man, and I never met him in my life. I'm sitting next to him and he's like, hey, man, you, uh, man, I heard you talking to that guy. You sound like a pastor, man. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I, the Lord is, yeah, in me, the Lord is a pastor. I, I mean, God is the one. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He's like, you know, I want to share some stuff with you, brother. I'm a believer. I'm like, oh, cool, man. What do you got, man? You, you could always tell another believer by the fruit that they bear. I just talked to him. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, we were talking about the fruit. You, good fruit can't bad, bear bad fruit. They're contrary to one another, the Bible says. You can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't make a, uh, uh, you know, a strawberry become a potato. It doesn't work. And so 
he bore fruit and he started to tell me, listen, pastor, God told me you're going to go through some major trials. And I'm like, well, right on, man. Thank you. Um, and just to keep your head up high and, and it's coming, man. And he was right. I went through some nasty trials. Listen, but what are you trying to say, pastor? Listen, I'll tell you, there's going to come a time in your life's believers that you're going to go through trials, but you need to read James chapter one, where it says, brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Okay. And study that. Because the trials produces patience, but God wants to have His pa- His prophetic work in your life. Listen, it, it, you know this is where J- the Jerusalem decree comes in in verse twenty-two, and it pleased the apostles, the elders, with the whole church. They have the Konani and they're together, and we were together in the airport. We're family. No matter where you're at, reach out to believers. Okay, listen to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas. Verse 7, okay? In Silas, leading men among the brethren, they wrote this letter by them. Listen to this. The apostles, the elders, and the brethren. To the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia. Greetings. I mean, these are letters in our own lives that we need. I need a letter. Good letters, good emails. <laughs> you know, I get excited about letters, but this letter's for, for the brethren. Listen, it says greetings, verse 24. I can guarantee I don't even have to read it. It's going to go back to circumcision. But we'll get into it. Listen, since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls. Man, it must have been real bad. The conviction of that weight of that 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 law that has to keep you chained in the bottom of the ocean. Wow. It's like, oh, don't do that. Don't do this. Remember the ghost that Ghostbusters movie? And the guy would put on that, you know, he'd shock him when he didn't know the right word. <clears throat> you know? That's how it is, man. You're stuck in the law. You can't, you know, I don't care, I can't do this, I can't do that. Ah, I gotta work my way, I gotta do that. You know, some 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 churches don't even believe in saluting the flag. It's just crazy. It's just it's crazy. Listen. Okay, so it says, since, since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls, verse 8 says, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we have no such commandment. Verse 25, it seems good to us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. Men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And believe me, they have risked their lives. I mean, you know, and sadly, I feel like we're going to be there soon. I mean, where we can't even have a church anymore. It's going to be underground. But these are the days, man. I'm not, I'm not the end times pastor. Listen, I'm the present pastor. And I'm going to tell you this. Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love. Okay? We go through it. Listen, I want to tell you this because God put it on my heart. Our parents raised us the best that they could. Well, you may think, well, I don't have any. Okay, I, I really, I get it. I didn't have a father either. But listen to this. God allowed certain things in our lives so he can mold us and make us the way he wants us in his puzzle. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, you know, family emails. Listen, God wants us to be perfected in His grace. That's it. 
We went through it. We've gone through it. We go through the trials and tribulations so that God can build up our character. This is the key to knowing Jesus Christ. If it was all sugar-coated gospel message, you know, it's not going to go nowhere. I mean, you hear it today on the radio. Yeah. Oh, happy. Oh, this. Just so into the seed. Some lady wanted to send me a handkerchief the other day. I told her, oh, how sweet. You could keep it. If you run out of toilet paper, you can use it. I mean, it's about however you were raised, God loves you. He allowed it to happen so that His will can be accomplished in your life and in the life of others. This is the key in life. And you may think, I got a bad deal. I was born with one leg. And then, you know, you got, well, I was born with one arm or whatever it is, man. Well, God gave you that for a reason. So that you can use that for His grace and His mercy and His glory. Whatever it is, got to surrender it and give it to the Lord Jesus. And this is what Paul, this is what the church is saying. This is the letter. He's saying, chill out. You don't got to circumcise. You don't got to be stuck in the law. It happened for a reason. God chose Jews, beautiful Jewish people, to, you know, Jesus to be born. It's a radical message. It's awesome. It's, it's life-changing. But we got to understand the Holy Spirit is in control. He used Judaism as a pointer stick to Christ. That's why we have Messianic churches, beautiful Messianic churches. And I speak Hebrew. Okay, I speak Hebrew, but I'm, I'm, it's, you know, I, can, I understand. It's beautiful. We don't got to be bared down with the troubles of the burden of the law. We got to live in the grace, but not not live in sin. And and we don't have to focus on oh, you know, we don't need to go to the priest and say, "Father, forgive me of my sins," and then go back next week and do it again. We don't have to habitually sin, and that's the difference between grace, listen, and forgiveness. What do you mean I'm lost? Okay, habitual sin cannot be applied in your life, or you're not bearing fruit. That's what I'm saying. You understand, believers? It's, it's hardcore. This is a hardcore message. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you I had some nuggets. <laughs> the Lord does. In verse 25 it says, It seems good to us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. They counted the cost so that you believers can have Jesus. They stuck their neck out. They're not afraid. We don't need to be afraid. We need to be bold. We need a revival. We need a revival, church. Believers, we have therefore sent Judas and Silas. You know the rest. Basically, verse 28 says, uh, says, who will also report the same things by the word of mouth, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit. Listen, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit. Not me. Not Pastor Jim. Not Pastor Heckle, Freckle, and Toad. It's the Holy Spirit. Listen, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon no greater burden than these necessary things that you abstain from these 
from things offered, listen to this, to idols from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. And that goes for it today. Believers, what are we having today? If you keep yourself from these things, you will do well. That's the message today. And then he says, farewell. 2,000 something years ago, man. He wrote a letter about today's sinful, nasty sin. That's continuing on. I don't know about you, but it kind of smells like Sodom and Gomorrah to me. We see it. But sin is sin. Booze, whatever it is, you know, it's sin. We love the sinners. We hate the sin. Okay? Let me repeat that. We don't like the sin. We love the sinner. We can't force Jesus on anybody. Okay? Everybody has a void. Every single human being until they come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that's including all sin. I mean, husbands, be faithful to your wife. Be faithful. Wives, you know, try to get off the bottle a few days. It works. You know, I mean, I, 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 hey, I'm not judging anybody. I love you guys. But I'm telling you, our struggles are because we're not reading our Bibles. We're not living, allowing the Holy Spirit in our life to take control 100%. And that takes time as believers. But you'll get there, and I know you'll get there by His mercy and His grace. And that's why He gave us grace. Because it doesn't have to be done overnight. Wham! Now you have to walk like Jesus wants you to. No, man. It ain't like that. It's not a commercial. You know, it, it, we're all a work in progress, but we have Jesus Christ as our, our Father who gets us through our hardest, deepest, darkest moments. We don't need to judge others. We need to love others. Love covers a multitude of sin. Listen, this, this sermon applies to every human being with fingers, arms, toes, and, and, and eyeballs. I love everybody. I just don't like sin. And I'm a sinner too. But we don't habitually sin, meaning habitual sinners separates us from that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. Listen, if you just woke up and you're listening to this sermon and you've never heard it, Christ will forgive you of your sins. You don't got to live anymore the way you lived. Whatever you're going through, it's nobody's business but God's. Don't email me. I don't want to hear it. Jesus Christ will say, look, put your name there. I've forgiven you. I've given you my beautiful son to die for your sins. You, you don't got to live that way anymore. You can live in peace. You can live in joy. Knowing that you will live forever when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And listen, grace versus circumcision, man. You know, Romans 3.24, you know, basically God has a plan for you. And the ones that are struggling right now, listen, the Lord told me to read this to you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 through 5. Listen, but God who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with, with which he, has, he loved us, 
even when we were dead in trespass, man. It doesn't say man. Made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. You know, I give this to my friends that are Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons. And I tell them, it's about grace. We, we hug each other still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, you, you got it now. You heard it. But because Titus chapter 2 says in verse 11, and this is how I know people don't read their Bible or they know, listen, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly. Righteously and godly in the, in, this, in, the, in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen, we need to we need to live right and wait for the prize, the gold. That's our inheritance. Jesus Christ is our inheritance. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify himself, his own special people, zealous for good works. God, I'm excited. That was like a Man, back in the day, 25 years ago, I used to, man, that was like, wow, that was like a roller coaster burst. Like you go down a big old roller coaster and wow, you come back up and you're like, whoosh. Are you kidding me? For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men? When I heard that, I was like, huh? Really? I don't got to work my way? No. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly? I was a drunkard. I was a drunkard. I was a fall-down drunkard. Yes, me. And I was so drunk, I, I, I couldn't even see straight. But God picked me up. He used my testimony. And He wants to use yours. Will you let Him? Will you say, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart and change my life. I'm a sinner. I've fallen short. Please save me. And if you pray that, he'll come in. And he will live the helper. Remember when Jesus was dying on the cross for our sins? The helper was with him. The Holy Spirit ascended. Remember? That same spirit, the helper, is with you. He said it. Lo, I am with you even until the end. Don't be robbed by the devil. Don't let him rob your joy. He's trying to rob your joy and strip you and make you think that Jesus Christ doesn't love you. We don't got to be afraid because fear comes from the devil. But God's perfect love casts out all fear. Listen, Jesus is in love with you because grace, it's grace. It's, it's, it's the blessed hope of preparing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify himself. Wow, that means he's 100% God. His own special people. You're special. You are special to Jesus Christ. There's no Jew, Greek, African, Hispanic, Asian. We are all the same Jesus loves us all the same. He is our Father, and we are one. Echad. Beautiful. And I encourage you to go out to many cultures of different people and eat their food and love on them and say, Wow, I've never had African food, or I've never had you know, Asian food, or I've never had... 
Get out there and say, Jesus loves you. God bless you guys. Welcome to the family. We're all equal. Praise the Lord. I'm excited. That's why the church is growing. And this is what we need. We don't need division. We need Jesus. That's what we need. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ who God set forth. It was by His blood through faith. And that's what Peter said here. This is what this book is about. The starting of the church. The beginning of God's church. And we cannot let it die out because we are believers and we love each other. We've got to continue in the faith and keep our eye on the gold. The golden medal is Jesus. He's the money. You want to get rich? Take Jesus. You want money? Jesus is the money. He will give you the feeling of a billionaire. Well, I don't want to be a billionaire. Well, then don't have them. Strive for the money of your world. But don't send it to me. I don't want it. I don't like money. It's just a tool. Well, a pastor that don't like money, huh? No, I, I don't like it. I've had many people try to give me lots of fancy cars and everything else, and I've turned down and said, excuse me, I don't want that. Give it to the poor. Listen, Father God, we come before you. We thank you for this sermon. Wow, what an amazing time. In Jesus' name, we love you, Lord. We glorify you, Father. We, we thank you for this time on growing in his word. Lord, may you be glorified for this sermon because it's about you and not me. In Jesus' name, Lord, I will decrease and you shall increase, Father. In your name, Jesus, amen. God bless you guys. Listen, next week we're going to be talking about <laughs> greetings, man, continue, continuing in the ministry in Syria. And they're going to go off, man. They're going to be sent off to Antioch. And they're going to gather together, man. And they're going to rejoice and be encouraged. Listen, it's going to be radical. Growing in His Word was sponsored by the Holy Spirit, man, and, and led by Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Listen, feel free to call or email us. Hit the like, subscribe. God bless you guys. Can't wait to see you next week. God bless you, man.